WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda. Today is Monday, October 12, 2020. The White House physician stated that President Trump is no longer a transmission risk. WPGU's Jane Knight has a story. White House doctor Sean P. Conley released a memo Saturday stating that President Trump is no longer a transmission risk to others. Without revealing whether the president has tested negative for the coronavirus, Dr. Conley reported that Trump is less symptomatic and hasn't had a fever for over 24 hours. The information came just 10 days after President Trump tested positive for the virus and less than a week since he was released from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. President Trump has been reassuring the public that COVID-19 is not a threat to him, calling the illness a blessing from God. He tweeted Sunday that he is now immune to the virus, which was quickly flagged by Twitter as misleading and potentially harmful information because it is unclear whether immunity is guaranteed after infection. The president received experimental treatments that he promises to distribute to the public free of charge, despite lacking government approval. Now that the president has received medical clearance, a Trump campaign event will take place Monday. However, the second presidential debate remains canceled after President Trump's refusal to participate virtually. From WPGU News, this is Jane Knight. Judge Amy Coney Barrett's Senate confirmation hearings begin today. WPGU's Anne McCune has a story. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is set to address the Senate Judiciary Committee today in the first of three days of confirmation hearings concerning her Supreme Court nomination. If confirmed, Judge Barrett would be the youngest justice at 48 and the first mother of school-aged children to sit on the Supreme Court. In her address to Congress, she stated the law is not designed to solve every problem or right every wrong in our public life, and a judge must apply the law as written, not as the judge wishes it were. Barrett's confirmation would cement a conservative control of the court for decades. She is expected to vote against Roe v. Wade and the Affordable Care Act, which the High Court is scheduled to hear on November 10th. Barrett currently serves on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago and has been on the bench since she was appointed by President Trump in 2017. This hearing comes less than two weeks after President Trump's Rose Garden announcement of Barrett as his choice to replace the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Dr. Anthony Fauci referred to the Rose Garden announcement as a super-spreader event where at least 13 attendees tested positive for the coronavirus. Among those are two Republican senators and members of the Senate Judiciary Committee conducting the hearings on Barrett's nomination. Citing the coronavirus concerns, the committee plans to allow members to appear either virtually or in person and has dramatically limited the number of people allowed in the hearing room. For WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. Today, the Native American Cultural House is slated to host a panel for Indigenous Peoples Day. This holiday particularly commemorates the history and culture of Native American peoples. The holiday's first celebrations were initiated in Berkeley, California in 1992 in order to coincide with the 500th year anniversary of Christopher Columbus's arrival to the Americas. Since then, bills have been passed in several states to replace Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day. Even further, On Saturday in Boston, a Massachusetts rally took place with protesters calling for the removal and replacement of Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day, as well as the renaming of Christopher Columbus Park and removal of several statues of Columbus across the city. 
after the ongoing efforts of Champaign community members to spring inclusion among Native American students at the U of I, the Native American House finally opened in 2002 and has continued its commitment to support and uplift Native peoples ever since. The Chicago Marathon was this past weekend. WPGU's Emily Crawford has a story. The Chicago Marathon went virtual this weekend in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. For virtual marathons, runners are given a 24-hour window to complete the run by tracking themselves on their phone. Small groups set out across the city to complete the race, creating their own routes. More than 400 runners competed this year, a significant drop from the year before, as many chose not to race. The city usually hosts thousands of visitors on Marathon Weekend, with runners staying in hotels across the city. But Chicago was empty this weekend to comply with social distancing. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. The Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Miami Heat 106-93 last night to win the NBA Finals 4-2. Lakers small forward and Finals MVP LeBron James notched a triple-double, putting up 28 points, grabbing 14 rebounds, and getting 10 assists. A turmoil-ridden season now concludes, quite successfully, as the NBA saw zero positive coronavirus cases over the entirety of its time in the Orlando bubble. This championship also has symbolic significance, as Lakers legend Kobe Bryant passed away just earlier this year. The Heat were no easy opposition. Miami defeated the Indiana Pacers, upset the top-seeded Milwaukee Bucks, and handled the Boston Celtics on the road to the finals, while the Lakers defeated the Portland Trail Blazers, Houston Rockets, and Denver Nuggets before ultimately defeating the Heat in six games to win the 2020 NBA championship. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda.